Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 7. Verse 31 we read, To what then should I compare the people of this world? What are they like? They're like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another, saying, We've piped to you, and you didn't dance. We mourned, and you didn't weep. For John the baptizer came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say he has a demon. Well, the Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Wisdom is justified by all of her children. Those who are looking for a flaw are sure to find one. After all, the proud are compelled to seek a reason not to acquiesce. Jesus rightfully likened them to children, always wanting something new, always wanting things their own way, and they're never satisfied. And again, men have not changed. Some people can never be satisfied. They're going to always be critical and always be condemning. Like children, they too always have an excuse. They rarely think of anyone other than themselves. The easy way out for them is to attack others. They criticized John because he didn't eat what they ate, because he didn't drink wine. And then they turned around and condemned Jesus because he did. It's funny, but the Lord's servants today are under the same fire. Church flocks condemn a pastor for being too uptight, legalistic, or too traditional. And so they get rid of him, and then they get another one, and then they criticize that one for being too spontaneous, too upbeat, too modern. It plays out over and over again. I mean, certainly there are different players and different complaints, but the scene is the same. Wisdom is justified by her children. Now, however... Truth has a way of eventually making its way to the surface, thank God. So given time, those who follow the truth will testify of the truth. Verse 36. One of the Pharisees invited him to eat with him. He entered into the Pharisee's house and sat at the table. Behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that he was reclining in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster jar of ointment. And standing behind at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and she wiped them with the hair of her head, kissed his feet, and anointed them with oil. History clearly presents a picture of the friends of Jesus. They were followers, they were believers. As Ryrie said, Quote, Jesus carried his father's business with him to the Pharisee's table, end quote. So we can't use this text to justify our warming ourselves at the fires of the enemy. However, Jesus, he also wasn't against having dinner with a lost soul. After all, he took every opportunity to share himself with unbelievers. This account is that of a sinner who came to Jesus. She came with a broken and a humble spirit. On the other hand, the Pharisee that was present 
He did not even extend to Jesus common courtesies of that day. Just why this religious leader brought Jesus into his home, we do not know. Now, maybe it was due to Jesus' status. Maybe it was because he was spiritually curious. Who knows? But no matter the reason, this Pharisee was going to witness humility and witness grace that would be supernaturally presented for him. The majority of those who have approached Jesus have dealt with him, not as this woman did, but rather as the Pharisee. This woman understood both who she was and who he was, and moreover, just what Jesus meant to her in the state of being. She was humbled, repentant, seeking. Both she and the Pharisee were making an invitation. They just wanted two different Jesuses. Which Jesus did you invite? Notice that this woman didn't say a word. No, no, no sinner's uh, prayer here. It wasn't necessary. You know, it's not our words that say redemption anyway. It's our hearts. Verse 39 says, Now when the Pharisee who in, had invited him saw it, he said to himself, This man, if he were a prophet, would have perceived who and what kind of woman this is who touches him that she is a sinner. One of the signs of which Jesus we have sought, just which Jesus we have sought, is our attitude. This Pharisee, and they most definitely still exist today, he thought himself better than others. His concern was not other people, it was only for himself. This man thought he was a good and righteous and upright guy. He may have needed some Messiah in his life, but I think he thought he only needed just a little. The woman, though, he knew she was a sinner. And she, on the other hand, was ready to give him her whole life. Verse 40 of our text, we read, Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. And he said, Peter, say on. A certain lender had two debtors, the one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they couldn't pay, he forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him most? And Simon answered, He, I suppose, to whom he forgave the most. And he said to him, You have judged correctly. Verse 44 says, Turning to the woman, he said to Simon, You see this woman? I entered into your house, and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears, and wiped them with her hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but she, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. But one to whom little is forgiven loves little. He said to her, your sins are forgiven. Those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? He said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. 
It has been said that when God cannot get religious leaders to appreciate Christ, he will get harlots to do so. This woman, she not only knew she was a sinner, she was also likely to never forget it. I think therein lies our eternal redemption. The text tells us that this woman loved much. How much do you love him? Today, I mean, right now. As much as you did when he saved you? As much as in the beginning of your relationship? How many of us received Christ as our Savior and Messiah, only to have kept the distance? Well, ever since. Why did you invite Jesus to dinner? Was it to add a little safety zone around you? A little heaven to protect you from hell? Or were you, are you, like this woman? Her sins were many and she knew it. For her, well, it was real. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.